Garçon, coffee. Hello and welcome to the Coffee and Death Sticks podcast. I am your host, Danny Marchant, and with me today is a very special guest. Uh, Kevin is out this week. So joining me to discuss the motion picture Legally Blonde uh, is Abigail Marchant, who is my wife. My wife. (laughs) And that's all the time we have, everybody. That was, that was Borat. So this is my wife, Abby. <laughs> I've mentioned her a couple times on the podcast. Oh my God, you have? Mm-hmm. I don't listen, so I didn't know. Yes, Abby's a big fan. Big fan. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes. Well, for this film in particular, I'll always call in. That's why I thought you'd be a good uh, a good person to have on and talk about this movie. Um, Abby's also Emmett's mom. Emmett's also been name-checked on the podcast. Emmett is a main character in this film, speaking of. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, um, what prompted this is, like I said, a uh, guest episode, and I know that Abby uh, loves this movie. Uh, a third one is in the work, something I had already known about, but Abby, as a lifelong fan of this film, had no idea. I didn't, I, I don't, I, I didn't know that I don't know what else to say. I, I've i been a little busy. You've had other stuff. There's been other stuff on I our just plate. Just had a baby. Just had a Give baby. Give me, me some slack. Yeah. So, Legally Blonde. Yes. Abby, just start us off. What are your thoughts on Legally Blonde? I think it is one of the greatest films ever created. Uh, no hyperbole there. I love it. Um, I believe I first saw it probably when I was in middle school. It is the perfect film for tweens. It has fashion. It has romance. It has girl power. I don't know what else you could want in a movie. It's a very inspiring story for young girls growing up. And then it makes for a great film to watch over and over and over again as proven by myself. Yes. That's, I think this is one of those movies that's very rewatchable. It's one of those films that people, they just watch it all the time and it never gets old. Um, I think this is an assumption, but I think a lot of the listeners of our podcast are, are friends of or related to Kevin and I, and they (laughs) tend to be men. And I don't know. I think this movie is perceived as a, as a chick flick and I don't think there's anything wrong with chick flicks, but I think that some men or fellas or guys or dudes might think, Oh, that's like a chick flick. I don't, I don't want to see it. So on the chance that some of the people listening have never seen this movie Mm. and only know it as, Oh yeah, she's blonde and she wears a bunny suit. And I think she goes to Harvard. Just a quick rundown of what is this movie about? And you can do spoilers. We always give a spoiler warning. So, Spoilers for Legally Blonde, everybody. Well, let me start by saying you are part of the problem. If you don't, if you think this is a chick flick, then you're missing the whole point. The point of the film is that Elle Woods is a college student, sorority president in a fictional college in California, where she's from, and she has it all. And she has a very um, long relationship 
successful relationship that she believes will end in a proposal with Warner Huntington III. And when she is dumped at said proposal dinner because she is too, quote, blonde, unquote, um, and he's looking for somebody more serious because he would like to be a senator by the time he's 30. And she's like a stereotypical like valley Valley girl girl, california valley girl yes she's supposed to be well off she has everything she could possibly want and that's kind of part of the joke why would she why would she want to become a lawyer and she follows warner to harvard um to try and prove to him that she is the type of woman that warner wants and of course there's a whole montage of how she gets into Harvard. She actually is very intelligent and it's just that people don't see her that way because of her beauty and the blonde hair and the Valley girl-esque attitude. And uh, it kind of follows her journey in Harvard, uh, not being taken seriously, the people that she meets and the professors. And she realizes she needs to work hard but she still has her same energy that makes her special. And there's a big case at the end and she kind of uses her cosmopolitan knowledge to help her solve the case. And um, of course there's a love component too with Luke Wilson and a wonderful comedic element with Jennifer Coolidge. I'm taking the dog, dumbass. It's like, I think people a little older than us, Clueless is there, is there kind of, like, I feel like this gets compared to Clueless it a does, lot. It, that was the um, kind of like nickname of it, I guess I heard with producers was oh. Clueless Goes to College. Oh. Um, so that's kind of the vibe. Yeah. But, I I would argue that it has more heart than Clueless. I've only seen Clueless once. No one come after me for that. And I don't really I I didn't really like her. I didn't like the main character very much. Mm. Um, I forget the character's name, but at least Cher. Is it really Cher? It's Cher. Oh really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Alicia Silverstone. Alicia. Alicia. Alicia Silverstone. I like her. She's I've seen she's um in another one of your favorite movies. She's Batgirl and Batman and Robin. I have not seen that. That's and, a record show. Uh I just didn't like her very much. Um, yeah, you kinda have to like the protagonist to like the movie. And this is a movie where you really, really like You root for her. I just I wouldn't really trust someone who watches this movie and isn't won over by Elle. Like almost immediately. Yeah. She's just really likable and she's very funny and And she, kind. I think that's really important kind. too. Um, she just is who she is. Her character. She is who she is. She, she doesn't apologize for it. She brings her dog to Harvard with her. She everything she owns is pink, and that doesn't make her less intelligent. No, and it doesn't do that thing that you and I make fun of a lot. The I'm not like other girls. That trope oh, right. that they do, do in that. movies. She's a girl's girl. She loves. Yeah, it. she's yeah. the president of her sorority. And there's she, nothing negative about that. There's no. nothing negative about her her stereotypical girlish traits. No, not at all. And in fact, I would argue it's quite the opposite. Her sorority is 100% behind her. Um, her best friends even fly out to watch her yeah. um, in trial, which is quite a hilarious yes. scene. 
Um, but her parents are like bemused. Like they're like, Hey, that sounds great. I bet you do really well there, but they're just so confused because they just didn't think she'd want to go to, and she does initially. It is because she wants to win Warner back. It is, but she really finds, um, a truer calling, which is why it's a great movie and not just a good movie. Yes. And also I like that Luke Wilson, who's great in this movie. Um, when he first meets her, I think he, he, he is doing that thing of like, oh, you're not like other girls, but really he sort of, I, I think he realizes that he just falls in love with her. Yeah. I think he's confused by her. She's definitely not like the other girls yeah. at Harvard. Right. But I think he sees how charming she is and how intelligent and that really she's, willing to push back push past stereotypes yeah to make it in law school yeah and like like with selma blair like she's kind of a villainous character but by the end even she's won over by l and you realize that she's not really how she appears to be either right she's also sort of trapped in this like what what, what a how does how is a kensington supposed to act and by the end of the movie what what i love about again spoilers for legally blonde that ending sequence where they say how it's like very, um, epilogue. Yeah. Animal house, what everyone went on to do. Yes. Uh, the speech that Melania Trump plagiarized at the RNC. Right. That is the valedictorian (laughs) speech at the Harvard commencement. Warner Huntington, the third basically misses everything cool and dies angry, which is, well, he doesn't die, but it, uh, it's spoiler, but it does. It says, uh, he finishes with, um, no girlfriend, no job, <laughs> no prospects. Yeah. And everyone else kind of pretty, pretty much has a happy ending. He's a fail son. He thought everything was owed to him, but it turns out he's just an empty nothing. And he gets exactly what he deserves. Well, that's what he gets for dumping out woods. Exactly. Exactly. And Luke Wilson, that's sweet too, that he's going to propose to Elle. Yes. Great movie. Great movie. Great, great movie. I've only, I've only seen it, like, I think I've only seen it twice. I but I remember so much of it. More than twice, probably like a hundred thousand times. Yeah. But um, actually, that bring you just reminded me that's a big difference in the film and in the musical, which there is mm. a musical of Legally Blonde, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. I love it. Um, in the musical, Elle actually proposes to Emmett. Oh. So just a fun fact there. Is this why our son's named Emmett? No, it's not, but it doesn't hurt. Okay. You mentioned the musical. The musical I've never seen, but I've listened to it a couple times. Yes. Um, at your uh, request slash command. <laughs> and I liked it. Uh, the only song I I know, Oh My God, Oh My God, You Guys, which yeah. I think is the first song. That's the first song, Oh My God, You Guys. Um, and the movie also opens with a very great song. Oh, perfect day. But it's not a musical. Yes, but the... I have the soundtrack, uh, and Great I soundtrack. own very few soundtracks. You, uh, you own almost no. You don't. You don't own any movies or any. Soundtracks. I don't own a lot of movies or soundtracks, um, but I do own this soundtrack yes. because who doesn't want to get in their car and just start it up to "Perfect Day" by I think it's Hoku. Sure. Sun's up. It's a little after twelve. Make breakfast for myself.
first saw this movie, I mean, it feels like a couple years ago, but realistically, it was probably almost five years ago. We watched it at your, your childhood home. I had never seen it before. I knew I would like it because I just liked the idea of it, but I didn't know how much I would like it. I think I definitely had that chick flick bias of, oh, it'll be good, but like I won't, I won't like love it. It'll be like clueless. Why would you say? What would you say makes it not a chick flick? Well, first of all, I don't think a chick flick is a bad type of. I don't think there's anything wrong with a chick flick. No, me neither. But I think I think it's just one of those genres like action movies where the odds of there being a bad movie in mm-hmm. it are kind of higher. And I think I've seen. I don't think I've seen good chick flicks um or the ones i have i just haven't liked but i think it's because of the things we mentioned earlier of it starts as she's going to win him back but that's not really what the movie is about Mm -hmm. and it's not really even about a new love story either like it's not it's a bonus it's just a bonus. yeah her and luke wilson falling in love is just a bonus it's not she's not replacing warner with luke wilson um it's just about L realizing, hey, I'm like a, I'm like wicked impressive. <laughs> right. She's like a proto Leslie Knope. Finding her worth. Yeah. But she's confident. Very different than Leslie Knope. But I mean, in terms of like, it turns out she can do anything. You wouldn't think she could do anything, but she can do absolutely anything. Leslie yeah. Nope is a lot goofier and awkward. But I think at the beginning of the show, if you had told people this person's going to become a governor and become president, you would have thought that's ridiculous. But if you watch, if you watch Parks and Rec... Right. And you spend all that time with Leslie, you're like, oh, of course she became the president. Like, no shit. Like, look how impressive she is. And that's kind of what Elle feels like. Of course she does as well as she does. And I think that's why it is sort of, um, can't just be pinned down to one. uh, It's just a good, it's just, it's just a very good movie. It's just a really, really good movie. Like, that's the genre. Just really good movie. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Election with Reese Witherspoon. I actually haven't, but I it has come up in conversation um, with myself <laughs> <laughs> recently and in like some podcasts. I, I oh, don't know. Okay. It's been on my mind, but she, I haven't seen it. She's a high school student, Tracy Flick, and she's basically the evil version of Elle Woods. Oh. And it's really good. I think that's one of her first big I would watch movies. anything she does. Oh, yeah. No, she's, she's fantastic. And I think... Um, yeah, so it just shows that Tracy Fleck is a very unlikable character who on the surface seems like she's great, but really is just, like, awful. Mm-hmm. And Elle Woods, I guess superficially, it's like, oh, rich blonde from Beverly Hills? Malibu. Malibu, I'm so sorry. From Malibu. But, no, she's great. She's And like you said, she's so kind. Mm-hmm. Like, the first thing she does when she gets out to Harvard is... She goes to a beauty salon and she becomes like best friends with Jennifer Coolidge and they have like such a great uh, friendship. Right. They do. And she helps her um, get her dog back using the limited uh, law knowledge that she possesses at that time. Yeah. Lots of it's a great script where it's like everything pays off and everything is set up. And everything's a quote, basically. Yes. It's a very quotable Oh, two weeks ago, I saw Cameron Diaz at Fred Siegel, and I talked her out of buying this truly heinous Angora sweater. Whoever said orange is the new pink was seriously disturbed. (laughs) Warner? I totally forgot you go here. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm sorry, are you here to see me? No, silly. I go here. You, You go where? Harvard. Law school. You 
got into Harvard Law. What, like it's hard? As far as movies turned into musicals, which happens all the time. Well, more so recently. I yeah. Think they're like, People the are 2000s. running out of ideas. Yes, there are no more ideas left on movies, which is something Kevin and I talk about, or in Broadway, apparently. But um, Kevin and I, we've talked about Hamilton a couple times. We're its biggest fans. Oh, I It's oh, firmly I established how much we love that one. Legally Blonde, the musical. How does it, where do you rank it as far as musicals that are turned into Wait, let me back Mo- Movies turn into musicals for cash, but someone cared. Um, I would rank it very, very high. It really has kind of almost like this cult following in, mm. um, in the musical theater world. People love it. It has great songs. It has great dances. Um, it's very similar to the movie. So everything that you love from the movie is in the musical. There are minor changes, but uh, I believe... A lot of them are for the better or for the betterment of a staged production. Um, I think a, a lot of people were very upset it closed. Um, when it when it closed, it had kind of an abrupt ending and people have been champion, championing, championing? Yeah. Is that, no, that, that's a word. <laughs> that's a word. Yeah. Championing a... Uh, revival of the Legally Blonde musical ever since. There was even a search for the next Elle Woods reality TV show on MTV for Legally Blonde, the musical. Um, And they showed the entire musical on MTV when it first came out. So that's one of the reasons... I, that's how, kind of how I first saw it because when it did made it, come it accessible. Out? Uh, the musical came out in 2007. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so it's only like five, six years after the movie, right? Yes the the initial movie came out in two thousand and one. We're really good at math. Yeah, so like five years. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, I would say yeah, the musical is fantastic. Um, Laura Bell Bundy, who originated the role of Elle Woods on Broadway, is phenomenal, and she has that same charm and likability that Reese Witherspoon has Mm. and brings to the character. And there's the same quotes that you know and love, but Mm -hmm. there's added music and dancing that makes it uh, so much fun. There's an added thing with, what's Jennifer Coolidge's character's name again? Paulette. Paulette. I knew that. Paulette is, is in the movie... In the movie, it's not explicit that she wants an Irish guy, no, right? That's not in the movie at that's, all. That's the musical. Yeah, that's the very, like, musical. Celtic influence song. That's a funny. And Bend and Snap. Right. That's the, a good number. A lot of the um, more notable moments from the movie are turned into songs. Uh, for example, there's a whole point about this man being gay, and that's... Or is he European? And, well, that's a song <laughs> in the musical, gay or European. Um, I think it... Is one I haven't uh, cut this from the record. Why? Because <laughs> I'm stumbling, I'm stumbling oh, over funny. my words. We stumble all the time. No, but I, I would say I love musicals, and I love <laughs> a lot of movie mu- movies that have turned into musicals. So I'm probably not the best one to ask, but this one is my favorite, and I do think it stands alone. I don't okay. think you have to have seen the movie to enjoy the musical. Oh my god, oh my god, you guys. 
Oh, you definitely. I'm definitely a convert to the Legally Blonde uh, lifestyle. Yeah. However, I've never seen the sequel. I have seen the sequel. I've seen it um, probably like maybe twice, two or three times. To for me, it doesn't have the same charm and mm. uh, nostalgia that the first one does. It just it doesn't have that comfort food. Red, white, and blonde, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that one, uh, Elle is already a lawyer, mm. and it it's kind of, it's like a I ha- again it's been a while, but it's like a trial that has to do with Bruiser, her dog. It's it's a little bit sillier, um, mm. but it does possess that wonderful Jennifer Coolidge quote where she says, "Oh my God." You look like the 4th of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad. That's what that's from? Yeah, that's from that. Oh, I thought that was from something else. Nope. <laughs> well, um, I've heard it that it's like Mr. Smith goes to Washington, but it's Miss Woods goes to Washington. I don't believe she's in Washington, but... Oh. Is she? Lifelong fan. No, not of the franchise. Not of the franchise, because after Legally Blonde 2, there was some straight-to-DVD release called Legally Blondes about her relatives that are twins. I I haven't even seen it. Bottom of the barrel. Well, I haven't even seen it because I feel like it's it's disrespectful to the original movie to even watch this trash. Well, I... The the way you were just describing... Oh, it is. She does go to Washington. I see. I remember like a a poster with like the Capitol building on it. Um, was the first movie we you're always right, right. we we always talk about something wildly inappropriate or dark on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So in that tradition, is the first movie pre nine eleven? Oh, is it I from like an? In, is it from that innocent? Because I do feel like obviously that changes things. And if the second one's set in DC and like a post nine, like, I wonder if, did they try to be like wow, satirical? It, it is. It's, it was released July 13th, 2001. So like so original. summer of innocence before everything kind of changed. So I just wonder if the second one's like a failed satirical. I mean, I think the second one is cute, but mm-hmm. the second one is, what people are expecting to see when they go see the first one, if they're not a, a fan, oh, you know, or if okay. they're not, if it's like the chick flick esque, like a one joke movie. It's just it's fun because it's your favorite, sure. that you know and you love. Sure. Um. Oh, it's pink. Look at this. There's a little dog. There's politics, he's but a cute not dog. really. I mean, yeah. he's, a, he's an ugly dog, but he's a cute ugly dog. Bruiser's Bruiser, Gemini yeah. vegetarian. Like yeah, I like Bruiser, woods. yeah. But um, it doesn't have the same pizzazz that the first one has, in in my opinion, which is fact. See, that's what's funny to me. It's like, this is not this is not the usual movie we talk about on Coffee and Death Which Sticks. is a problem. Oh, yes. Well, noted. Um, <laughs> it's a podcast named for a type of cigarette used in Star Wars. So, obviously, Legally Blonde hasn't. I just think you could expand your fan base if you talk about more movies such as this one. I agree. Kevin's wife, Mary, has suggested a Sandra Bullock episode. And I'm, I'm with you, Mary. I'm totally down for that. A Sandra-thon. Um, speed 2 included, obviously. 
Obviously. Uh, maybe we'll do a review of that new movie she's in, The Lost City. See, yeah, you really don't know anything. <laughs> you don't watch the news. Right? I don't watch the news. I make the news, baby. There, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it is it has similarities where there's this beloved first movie that's really good, kind of lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of works. It's a good idea that just works really well. Good script. Good. Der- it's based on a book. That's right. That's right, because on the DVD special features, the guy talks about the author and says, to know her is to love her. And we made fun of that for weeks. Yes, Inside baseball for any legally blonde DVD special features heads out there. Yes, yes it's based on a book. Of, uh, the writer of said book went to Stanford Law School ah. and was very much into fashion and pink, and it's based on her experiences, but... Um, People can to be know more, her is to, love. to know her is to love her. So it's similar. It's based on it's based on something. Mm-hmm. It's it's a special instance that everyone wants to recapture but can't. There's like a disappointing sequel. There's then scraping. But, but the musical is not disappointing. No, no, the musical is good, but it's also trying to capitalize on a recognizable name brand. It just is really good. And now. It, it lends itself well to a musical. Right. No, oh, absolutely. And now there's a third movie. And just like they do all the time now, the idea seems to be that, oh, we're going to make up for the second one. We know no one liked the second one. Also, we're ignoring the third, Oh, whatever that one is. Legally Blonde. Yeah, we're just ignoring yeah, that. They do that all the time. Ignore it. They just I ignore did. superhero movies, ignore ones that people don't like, horror movies. Kevin and I make fun of this all the time, just thinking like studios just saying, oh, we'll just trick people into to be falling fair, for it again. It is my understanding that Elle, I mean, Elle is not even in Legally Blondes. No, I know. So well, that's what I mean. it's okay to overlook it. it. It's not even, that doesn't affect the plot or the timeline. Yeah, which I think is, 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 is why they're okay with just calling it Legally Blonde 3. I mean, I'm sure they would be okay regardless because that movie... The Legally Blondes is just absolute garbage and shouldn't be acknowledged. Now, are you? Is, is it possible that the fans of Legally Blonde maybe aren't as um, uh, uh, don't get as riled up as say fans of like I don't know Star Wars or DC movies? Uh, yes, I think that's probably true. Not really a toxic fandom. No, I think the fandom is mostly just um, probably women. Not to stereotype, but I think a lot of the fans are women who mm. grew up uh, in the 90s and 2000s mm. and found it to be fun and empowering. So I don't really think there's like a toxic element to that fandom. The whole purpose of the film is overcoming stereotypes, women supporting women, and, you know kicking ass and taking names nice so if there's a bad entry it doesn't really matter because well the first one was good and that one was that will that one was not as good and i'll now move on from like this oh like the second one was not as no just because i'm just making fun of star wars fans right now oh well as you should (laughs) No offense, everyone listening. Well, Legally Blonde 3, it's coming out in May. I know. This is big news. You've known about it for, I think, an hour. 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts? I think Reese Witherspoon's heavily involved. She's had not a renaissance because her career never was like 
bad, but she's sort of, she's kind of spearheaded producing your own stuff, getting your own Mm -hmm. stuff made because she's now, she's over 40, which in Hollywood is she's old. She's dead. Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So since her death, she's trying to reclaim and be in charge of her own stuff. And this kind of seems like that. I have no idea what the plot is. I don't think I've seen a trailer or anything, but like just knee jerk. What are your... I, I guess my initial thought is that of fear. I'm just nervous. I The first one and the musical are just so close to my heart that I am scared um, that adding an, another film to the franchise will somehow taint the <laughs> glowing reputation that, that word it has currently multiple has. Abigail. Taint? Yeah, were you just giggling at Taint? No, I wasn't. Oh, never mind. I was giggling at glowing reputation. Oh, no, oh I thought you were giggling at Taint because you do do that. You, you, I know, you have a child of sense of humor. I wouldn't have used it in that context if I didn't All right, know. this is all getting cut. Good. <laughs> um, I would say, yeah, I, I um, cycling back, uh, I my initial thought was that of worry and fear, which mm. is my initial feeling on most things. However, <laughs> um, however, I am also excited. I just don't want the new movie to in any way take away from what is so sacred to me and other blondites, blondies. See, this is why... You'd think this would be a weird movie to pick for coffee and death sticks. But I, that's, did, I did. I was like, this Are is you the sure theme. Kevin's okay with no, me? this is the theme. This has become the unofficial theme of this show is Kevin and I cautiously optimistic, but mostly afraid for new entries in franchises or mm. long running series that we like. And we want them to be good, but we don't want them to ruin the special ones or the first ones or the, be- or the best right. ones. So, I just think that this is oddly, this is an oddly appropriate movie. Um, I'm nothing if not appropriate. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I was excited only because I liked the first one and I thought, oh, I wonder what Abby thinks about it. I'm sure she's read all about it. <laughs> and it's a movie we can see together. There's not a lot of movies we can see together. Yeah. Um, because there's just not a lot of overlap with our interests. It's true. Uh, but Legally Blonde is one. Um, and I thought, oh, that we could, we could see that and, and it'll be interesting to see what, what Abby thinks about it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It could be good. I think with Reese Witherspoon sort of knowing, taking the reins. Yeah. Knowing that, uh, Reese is behind it and that, um, people like Jennifer Coolidge have signed on mm. makes me more confident in the end product. I don't, I do not believe Reese Witherspoon would do anything that wasn't in the best interest of Elle Woods. Yeah, she's very protective of the character. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she should. I think it, it's, it probably is her iconic. I think every actor, if you're lucky, you get that one part. And right. it, that's probably her. That's probably her part. Um, or her character in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, it's one of the, one of the two. One of, one of the two. I think Selma Blair's coming back. Are there other... Like, is there is there any... Is there a certain plot you'd want to see? Are there, like, would you finally want them to see Warner get killed? <laughs> I guess that's more me. I hate Warner. I, I think I hate Warner. He's one of the characters I hate most in movies. But Warner helps her to grow. Yeah, but I mean, that's just because he's such a, I hate him so much. 
his doubt is what makes what puts a fire under her right and which, then oh can i you uh, can't uh, yeah. um <laughs> um actually that is a major difference another one in the between the musical mm. and the movie is that um in the in the movie it's her wanting to prove to warren her doing it almost out of spite Wait, is it warren oh warner oh my please delete that okay I'm well, no, it's funny you say that because his name's Warner Huntington the Third, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Angel in the X Men comics is oh, is God. is Warren Worthington the Third, so I'm just not sure if that's just a funny coincidence. Oh, that is funny. Continue. Okay, yeah, sorry. A lot of sleepless nights. Um. Anyways, in the movie, Warner dumping her and then being so rude to her when she gets to Harvard and saying, you know, he's rude when he dumps. I mean, there's no good way to dump someone, but he does dump her the wrong way. Yes. And then him springing his engagement to Vivian on her the second she gets to Harvard and, uh, you know, basically insinuating that she's stupid when she took the same LSATs Warner, um, (laughs) (laughs) is yeah, that's rude. Um, but it's out of almost out of, spite and wanting to show him that she really buckles down Mm. and becomes a more um, proficient lawyer. It transforms into, I think you're right. I think it starts kind of spiteful, but it it transforms into, she's just doing it. But the reason she really, there's that amazing montage. um, montage. I love a montage of her working hard is because of her trying to prove to him Mm that she can do it in the musical it's actually emmett who encourages her to Hmm. buckle down and uh kind of use the opportunity that she has in front of her and stop just like why are you you're at harvard why are you sitting around Hmm. crying about warner when you can be making something of yourself and Hmm. putting this opportunity to good use i mean it's not cheap to go to Harvard. Mm. You got it. Is that a line from the song? It's not. It's oh. not. That's just, that's just a sidebar. Oh, you said it with such significance. Everything I say has significance, Danny. Sorry, of course. Um, cut this. This, this, is, this is getting cut. <laughs> um, uh, okay, yeah. That, yeah. Just an interesting... Just an interesting tidbit. Tidbit. Another tidbit. We are a font of knowledge about this. That's why I wanted to... Yeah. Talk to you also, I read a puzzle article before. You what? I read an article about the differences before. I just wanted to be prepared. Oh yeah, no, I, I, um, when we did our episode on Venom too, I did a bunch of research about the Venoms, and and that I just had it for the podcast, and then it was gone. Oh, this will never leave. This will never leave. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, okay. So cautiously optimistic about Legally Blonde three. Yes. Oh, you were saying, what do I want to see? Is Yeah, like because you said Warner lights a fire underneath her, which I agree with. But wouldn't it be great if she then gets off the fire and then puts him <laughs> in it? <laughs> um, I feel like that might be slightly dancing away from the, the point. The vibe. The vibe. Yeah. It's, that's not the vibe. Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 it'll be really interesting to see Elle as a fully formed adult woman. Yeah. 
Um, do you want to see, like... Do you... I, I just hope it's not, her, like, she's a mom and the movie's mm. about her kids doing a similar type of self-growth journey that she's just kind of like a mentor for. Like, I want to yeah. see her as the leading lady. I don't want mm. it to be a, her to be a support. So not like the Star Wars sequels where they're all, all the original characters are old mentoring a new right. person. I mean, I, I see like the, the point behind it. Well, she is so old. They're old now. And she's so old. So old. Um, but I could still root for her despite her elderly age. Her, 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 yeah, her debilitating elderliness. Right, I okay. could. And I, I would like to see her still in that front center protagonist role. Hmm. Well, then I'll have to watch the second one. I don't, I don't, I'd always heard it wasn't that good. And it's then your a- recommendation was you never, you didn't feel like we needed to watch it but i'll have to watch it and hopefully i highly doubt that the third one hinges on of viewing the second that's true but what if she's like a what if she's like a senator now or something like what if they just what if they do like a like try to like slip in some like trump stuff i hope they don't i want it to be timeless like the first one the first Mm -hmm. one the only thing keeping it from being 100 percent timeless is the fashion that makes it charming and that it does, it, right? It does. Yeah. And Y two K is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think on that note, um, don't cut that. No, that's no, that's staying in. That's staying in. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I just think I hope that anyone out there who hasn't seen it checks it out. I hope that anyone who has seen it appreciates um, our affection for it. And Abby is Abby's obvious. Uh, expertise uh, in the mm. first movie yeah, I hope I said all you blondies out there proud is that what you guys are called no we don't have a name we're not weird like you trekkies or whatever just, what are you called for star wars I think just man children sick so legally blonde definitely in theaters today in theaters today <laughs> definitely check it out and when legally blonde 3 comes out you'll definitely will please come back I would love to come back and we'll hear your review that sounds great. Yeah, we could even do a segment where a movie comes out that Kevin and I probably aren't going to see, but you've seen, and you mm. can you can hop on and say, "Here's what I thought about um, Little Miss Teacup's Vacation." I mean, there's a movie that Taylor Swift <laughs> did a song for. There is where the crawdads sing. Yes, so you can come on and give us your review of where the crawdads sing. Because Taylor did a song for it. That's right. I can definitely give you a review of the song. It's hauntingly beautiful. Oh, Carolina? Carolina. It's already out? Well, I just from the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for listening. And Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. Kevin, please don't fire me. I know you're the real boss of this operation. <laughs> it's very true. I love you. Oh, that's nice. I love Kevin, too. Oh, yeah, me too. I don't want to sell you death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life.